Thanks for your help. I'll be honest, you're not what I was expecting. I very rarely am. I like this one, Chewie. Tell Han she's a keeper. <laughs> Never heard of the Millennium Fall? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Castle Run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And today we are talking Forces of Destiny. Forces of Destiny! Of Destiny! I feel like a, a guitar riff should be there or something like... Yeah, just edit that in later. Of course. <laughs> um, so we are talking Forces of Destiny Season 2. Um, and overall, I guess not getting too much into it just yet, but I actually enjoyed this better than the first season. What did you think? Um, I don't know. I kind of enjoy all of them. They all have their own little unique story twist for different parts of the Star Wars universe, I guess. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I always enjoy them. They're yeah. It was fun to watch. Well, I just felt like as far as like the season two, it was an improvement on the first improvement on the first season which i guess the season over season it should anyways um but yeah yeah (laughs) you don't agree i mean i guess maybe because i can't recall all of them so i don't know i remember like the ray one that we watched in the beginning last year Mm -hmm. that that was like the first one that came out and it was kind of (laughs) like but i don't know there's a i can I want to think of a few of them. So well, and, and to your point, like, in all honesty, so the, the season one of Forces of Destiny, um, I, I liked it, but it was unimpressive to me. Again, it wasn't for my age. It wasn't for our demographic of any kind. Nor was this. Nor was this. That's true. <laughs> Nor was this. Um, but, and that's the thing, is like, I, I feel like it, I don't know, there was just something different about this one that I felt like it was more impactful, or it, it, it lended lend to i don't know more of the story i guess of um, the canon yeah i mean i get what you're saying because I mean, yeah a lot of the first season was more just kind of like oh here's some cute little yeah. cartoon girls and some boys mm-hmm. and here's some random adventure they went on like this has nothing to do with anything some yeah. of them kind of tied in but this one um i mean this one tied in right in the middle of everything mm-hmm. like every episode had you know it banked into some um some movie right or right in between movies yeah so well, i mean it, i get what you're saying yeah. like they definitely were more impactful like you said mm-hmm. so well and in the first season like the only one that i remember that like i guess excited me or whatever for it tying into different things was like when we found out that Hera was on the battle of endor before even the rebel season finale i don't know that you got to watch that one or not um, um I, I know i watched that one without you but yeah is that the one that when we realized that Hera and leia know each other no. So this was one, it was where, he- actually, Hera met Han on Indoor. Oh, see, I think um, I Chopper met R2, like, all of that. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> we need to go back and yeah. watch those. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that one was a cool one, because that was when I was kind of, like, loosely following Force of Destiny, I guess. So, like, I saw all the first ones that came out, because I was like, cool, I really want to know what this is going to be about and everything, because it was a new animation style, Filoni was still involved with it, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then... When they, it just kind of, I don't know. It was kind of like a, eh, cool, whatever. Well, it's Star Wars. It's yeah. it's it's fun. Well, it got a lot um, of hate when it first came out, sadly. But and, I mean, and it's still getting it. And it and I, I don't, I don't know. I still don't understand it. Um, this whole 
forces of feminism. Like, for one, you're not even using the word correctly. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. We're not going to get into that. But even still, like, this whole thing about... I don't know. We're not even going to go into there. But anyways, so let's talk Forces of Destiny Season 2. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Danny doesn't want to get on a rant tonight because, un- unfortunately, Forces of Destiny gets a lot of unnecessary hate. Um, because, again, it, 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 Star Wars is for everyone, but even George Lucas said it was made for 12-year-olds. It was made for kids. And you've got grown adults crying about how Kathleen Kennedy is snatching away their Star Wars because they're putting heroines in front of the camera instead of more guys and stuff like that, which I I think it's cooler. Like, girls kicking butts, a lot cooler yeah, than a guy. Because we've seen it for forever that's and those, everything. Like, old Star Wars fans that are reading in between the lines saying, mm-hmm. Kathleen Kennedy said she's not going to make us any more movies and all she's going to do is give us these stupid little cartoons. <laughs> That's all we get. Of course we hate it. Not my Star Wars. No. Right? Oh my gosh. But yeah. but Like it's fine, guys. Yeah. It's, it's literally for little kids. Just yeah. take it for what it is or just don't even watch it. Like it's just not mm-hmm. that deep. And I agree. And, and to that too, with Forces of Destiny, I love the premise of it where it's, it's for younger Star Wars fans. Like young Star Wars fans where... Th- those kids that are watching YouTube all the time. I mean, our niece, Madison, always watching YouTube. Right. And so that's that's one way to reach those kids that, and yes. bring up those younger Star yes, Wars fans. You're absolutely right, because that is what's in right now. Mm-hmm. These little shorts is what gets people involved. You just can't expect kids to fall in love with Star Wars when you're not catering to the kids of this generation. Mm-hmm. Like, it just happens with everything. Mm-hmm. Everything that moves forward... With the next generation of children has to cater to them in some mm-hmm. form or fashion. They cater to y'all. We're catering to them now. It's cool. Yeah. It's Star Wars. It's, it's a cool generation that we're in. A, a cool time that we live in where literally Star Wars is everywhere. And Star Wars is cool. Like, didn't used to be that way. So, right. I mean, not necessarily that it has to be cool to be liked or anything, but it's popular. But it's- and it's everywhere and that's the coolest part yeah and i think i appreciate that they're trying to keep it alive too i mean they could have just been done with it Mm -hmm. no one has to try to keep star wars alive this long at this point like you could have just been done Mm -hmm. say no more you didn't have to have clone wars you had to have rebels i mean yes it's great story such a dark world you're describing that's what i'm saying like it didn't have to go anywhere yeah but they want it to and they're Mm -hmm. trying to get newer generations to love it Mm -hmm. and I mean, it's great. I mean, yeah. I love it, so... Well, definitely. And, and bringing the conversation back to the season two of Forces of Destiny... <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, this is our little rant. Um, but, I mean, as far as the season two of Forces of Destiny, though, like, I, I feel like not only has the art improved and everything, because I know that there was a whole lot of jokes about Anakin's giant nose. I did and... not even catch that. I, I remember <laughs> that now, though. I remember that everyone yeah. thought Anakin looked really funny. Well, he kind of did. I mean... You know, I disagree. <laughs> Like, he he kind of did look a little funny, but like I mean, they did some uh, upgrading on the animation and well, I'm sorry, not the animation, the art and everything, which minor things. Um, yeah. so I mean, it's not like stand out, like oh my god, that's just crazy. But I mean, it's it's just a little bit of stuff that it like was it's, crazy. <laughs> the little bit of stuff that just kind of adds to it, you know? Right. Um, so that's what's really cool, and so I, I g- love the art of it. I think mm-hmm. it's really cute. I, I like it too. All the characters have big little anime anime eyes just about, <laughs> and they're all just really sparkly, just staring at you. No, no. 
<laughs> little baby faces. And they're so cute. Just want to squeeze our little cheeks. <laughs> oh, my I goodness. love it for real. Yeah. Like, that was great. I want little dolls and stuff. Oh, okay, well, we got them. I have them. I have them where I work. They're like everywhere. Some of them are even on clearance. It's kind of sad because like no one's come in to buy any of them. Like the same ones that have been there when dolls. we first got them. Yeah, there's actually dolls. Well, I'll have to update you on this. Get yeah. get some. Um, I did see a, a post here recently. I'm not sure who posted it. Where uh, Hasbro though was uh, responding to somebody about the Ahsoka doll that was supposed to come out in March, didn't come out. So now they're saying 2019 next year. And everything. It's like, come on, that would be the most popular one of all of them. And that one gets delayed? Like, come on. I'm no, I'm not hating at all. Like, I'm just saying that Ahsoka, I mean, she's a very popular character. All the other ones, I mean, yes, they are popular. Ray, Leia, I think, what was it? Ray, Leia, Sabine. There's a Sabine one that's really cool. And Jen. Um, All of them are really cool and everything. But, like, Ahsoka is, like, the one everybody has been buzzing about and everything. Oh, she's top notch. Um, But, yeah. So, but anyways, though, so I want to talk about the episodes and everything, because some of them actually, so there were some of them that were just cute. They were kind of feel good and everything. A couple of them. I think Um, for the most part, for season two, though, um, I think 75% of them probably had to do with actual... Oh, they really tied in. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there were a couple that were definitely just kind of like, oh, we're just going to throw this little... Yeah. Bit in here. <laughs> so yeah, so we're not gonna go and like recap the episodes or anything, but we do want to talk about the episodes. There's eight of them in season two. Um, all of them like what, maybe five minutes a piece, yeah, or something like that. Uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Probably not, but maybe not. Maybe very short, three. but yeah, <laughs> probably like three. But we'll give Danny his extra two minutes. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Extra two minutes of fame. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, so starting with episode one, so starting off with that, it was Herod, Sabine, and Chopper, and I miss Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> That's That was my takeaway from that episode, is how much I miss Rebels. What about you? I mean, yeah, I miss Rebels. It was a really cute little thing, and mm. I don't know, to me it was a little different, different dynamic than Rebels, though. Oh, well, like, definitely. It's cool hearing Hera, Sabine, and Chopper and all of them back uh, in action together and everything, especially now that we know Dave Filoni is Chopper. Like, it made it even oh better. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. <laughs> How could you that, forget? Like, that was like the revelation of Rebels. For you, not me. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't watch all of Rebels with you. Well, I did. We went back and I watched it. But yes. I didn't start hardcore watching it with you until it was the like, uh, season before last, yeah. I think. Season because we caught you up with uh Twilight of the Apprentice with uh Soka versus Vader, and you yes. were hooked from them. <laughs> yeah, I think actually, I think you were watching that episode, and I which is actually to... what got me hooked too. Yeah, well, I think you were watching it, and I happened to come around the corner or be sitting there with as you, you usually do, <laughs> and I just happened to watch it. I mean, y'all, I'm just going to admit it. It wasn't it wasn't just Rebels that got me. It was it was Vader. Vader's one of my favorite characters. No, you're a Vader fangirl for I'm sure. I'm definitely a Vader fangirl. So <laughs> when I saw Vader, anything there, Vader, anything that like ties Vader into it, or you know the Anakin Vader mm-hmm. dynamic, it it drags me in, <laughs> pulls me. She's in. like, I can fix him. <laughs> I probably could. Sorry, Padme. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Um, but I love to. <laughs> we keep getting off track. <laughs> I promise this episode's about forces of destiny. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like especially the part where so like they they mix up the transports and stuff like that and everything. I thought that was cool, kind of like a cheesy Star Wars whatever. And then Chopper comes up with the correct ship. <laughs> I was like, yes, because you know it's Filoni, and that makes it even funnier. And so, I don't know, it adds a lot for me, but I thought that first episode was cute. Yeah, it really was. I liked it, too. It was, <laughs> it was really funny. I liked how Hera sent the stormtroopers on a little back and forth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shook them up a little bit yeah. before she abandoned ship. Yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> what guy thought it was a good idea to take like a flamethrower thing up there and start trying to bust the door down with the flames mm-hmm. while they're in the air. And they start flying around like it's a it's a miracle no one caught on fire. Like this is just like the woman side of me, the, the mominess coming out. It's like I can't believe you're doing that. No, right. literally, like as soon as I saw it, I was like, he's an idiot. They're gonna all catch on fire, and then none of them did because it's cartoon, obviously. Well, that doesn't happen. But that doesn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, that was just the mominess inside me being like, boy. <laughs> All right. Fire out. <laughs> well, on to episode two. <laughs> I like this one. This was really funny. Um, you see the beginning, uh, Anakin and Padme meeting, and he's like, "Oh, I took some real convincing to get this mission, Padme." And they're like, "Oh yes, alone time, finally." <laughs> and as they're about to like get on the ship, you hear Ahsoka yelling, "Faster!" <laughs> and she's like running in the distance like a little kid, just about. And, and ruins their honeymoon. Pretty much. <laughs> Because, you know, they're just like, oh, alone time. And then all of a sudden, here comes Ahsoka. And, yeah. And well, Padme's, like, happy to have her. She's like, come on, Ahsoka. Well, she's doing, the, like, the, the wifely thing. Like, yeah, sure, you can come, sweetie. And Anakin's like, bruh, like, come on. What? But, but alone time. <laughs> <laughs> but come on. <laughs> but, no, I love this one because of, like, the implications that it has on Anakin and Padme's story. Because up until now, the only ones... I mean, I think, I feel like it's assumed that Obi-Wan kind of knew, but it was that, just because, I mean, in, I think it was Revenge of the Sith, yeah, Revenge of the Sith, after Order 66 and everything, that um, he figures out that the babies belong to Anakin with Padme, Um, because he's sitting there and he goes, oh my god, you're, they're, they're Anakin's. And that's when he puts it together. And so it's not like it was in his face. It was almost like he kind of, like, they were sneaking around and fooled him or whatever. Well, no, definitely. But, I mean, like, it's it's interesting that Ahsoka knew, knew. Like, she knew. And that's not something that was ever been really established. Like, it's been hinted at because she's been around them a lot. But, like, this was, like, in your face. Ahsoka knew. And she was almost like, go get him, Tiger. Like, almost encouraged it. Which yeah. is what I, which which I thought was really cool. Like, and I'm not even gonna lie. Like, you, you make fun of me all you want, but I did get a little misty eyed at it because I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love Anakin, Padme, and Ahsoka, little space family. Uh, I love it. it. It's great. <laughs> what are you laughing at me for? <laughs> I got a little misty eyed. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but anyways. It's okay, baby. I still love you. You're a horrible human no, no, being. I'm sorry. I still love you. I'm so, I still love you. <laughs> but anyways, but no, I love I love little space family with uh, Padme, Anakin, and Ahsoka, and just the fact that Anna, that Ahsoka was in on it and everything, and that she was like, 
all approval and everything. I don't know. Just a lot of it was really cool. And then we also get to see Ahsoka's ship or the style of ship that she has at the end of Rebels, um, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. So episode three. So this is Rose and Finn on their way to Canto Bight. Yes, to find the Master Code Breaker. Yes. So... Somewhere jellyfish pop up. <laughs> Colorful jellyfish. It kind of reminded me of Finding Nemo. So it wasn't just me that was yeah, uh, singing it. in my head, keep, just keep swimming? Just keep yeah, and they start hopping across the tops of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, that didn't happen, sadly, but... <laughs> I felt like yeah. it would have added a lot if they did. It would have, most definitely. Very colorful jellyfish. B- been a new form of transportation in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we saw what happened when they touched them, though. Yeah, When it touched yeah. them, I guess. I'm not sure if it went the same way there. Yeah. Well, it, and it's good that we found out that uh, Rose's taser is like a multi-tool. It can fix BB-8. Not only can it f- mm-hmm. basically sure. fry Finn and make him not be able to feel his teeth but <laughs> it, it fixes bb8 now so that's good it's got multiple uses so that's good uh. <laughs> yeah that one didn't impress me i mean it definitely was dead center in the middle of mm-hmm. last jedi but yeah well it kind of reminded me of the one from the first season where it was uh the um what was it han ray and finn on the way to maza's castle uh, where they had to get rid of the tracker and all that kind of stuff, and it was a bomb and all this other kind of thing. It wasn't necessarily as exciting and intense, but kind of like the, we're on the way to whatever or whatnot. I didn't feel like the Rose and Finn thing really added a whole lot, but it was a cool little added of, uh, hey guys, remember TLJ's here. All right, so then we got episode four. Um, uh, I always like seeing Jen, because this is one with Jen. Mm-hmm. And I always like seeing Jen because obviously she doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> she is gone. <laughs> That's a delicate way of putting it. <laughs> but yes, I always like seeing Jen. Um, she's one of my favorite female characters, I think. Um, and I don't know if it's just because we don't see enough of her or maybe it's because I want more from her. I'm not sure. But Well, she's not your typical heroine either. But yeah, but I mean, I like this one too with Batboy returning. After she saved, or no, she didn't save a Bat Boy. It was Sabine that saved the Bat Boy in the first oh, one. Oh, I was like, yeah. Where, I know I heard you say something about Bat Kid or Bat Boy. Yeah. When he popped up, and I was like, I don't, I don't know the actual species name, but yeah, the Bat, the little Bat Kid was in the Sabine and Ketsu one. But no, I, I liked it with the whole because, like, one thing that I liked from the first season was that it was. It, it all had a lesson of some kind. Like you had Ray being kind to the. Uh, um, what was it? The the night something, the night sand night thing. I don't know. Little night worm, I guess. Sandworm. Sandworm thing. She was nice to it and everything, and I don't know. Like all of it had kind of like a lesson. These don't feel like they have really lessons per se, but more they tie into like the overall story. Um, but this one did. Where I mean, it, the the kid was hungry, and so at the beginning of it, that he's getting shooed away and everything for stealing, and then eventually. After he steals from Jen, she feeds him, and he's like, oh, thank you. And it was, I don't know. I think they have underlying messages, kind of. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. So it's not something that's really obvious like the first season, but it definitely it definitely has a little something in there. I agree. But yeah, I always like seeing Jen as well. Yeah. Um, Rogue One still stands as one of my favorite Star Wars movies, for sure. Uh, it's just... So well written. So yeah, um, I don't know if I can classify as a favorite just because everyone literally dies. But, <laughs> but I I do agree. It's 
It's a really great movie, though. It's very well written. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah. So, cool. So, yeah. on to the next one. Episode five. Episode five. Tito has no respect for no one. No, he doesn't. Darn you, Tito. Darn it, Tito. Tito! <laughs> but yeah. So, I think this is like pre-Force Awakens. Because she's still a junker and everything. Right. Um, But yeah, I I thought it was interesting. So it's basically Ray doing her daily routine of gathering and everything to get her one quarter portion a day. (laughs) One quarter portion. One quarter portion. Um, But yeah, but she runs into Tito, who you may remember from The Force Awakens, who uh, tried to jack up uh, BB-8. So yeah. Try to get BB-8. Yep. So with Tito, like, I, I thought it was cool that, like, even Tito, like, has a, a moral line. Where, like, he was going to steal all the stuff still after she saved his life. Steal all the stuff from her. And she was like, bruh, I saved your life. And he's like, ugh. Uh, no, he definitely wasn't happy about handing that bag over, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I can just imagine what he was saying, too. Because, like, in the Force Awakens novel, like, uh, in in the actual movie, it doesn't translate what he's saying as he's, like, stomping off on his little thing that he's riding and everything but like in the novel it says something to the effect that like he's using language that would make your hair curl (laughs) and stuff like that and so i can only imagine what he's saying as he's handing over the stuff that he just stole from her because he's sitting there going on in the background as she's walking away so um but that tito (laughs) you just gotta have all the stuff all the stuff pull that gold one out and (laughs) <laughs> i know it almost kind of felt like a indiana jones like for a minute when he pulled it out and all of a sudden everything starts crumbling right. it's like well, well crap <laughs> well, it's the person who you know wants all the treasure and mm-hmm. greed man can't resist it so they do anyway knowing the whole temple's gonna fall down on you or the whole whatever is just gonna crash down mm-hmm. well he guess he didn't know but right tried to warn him well it's because he has no respect for anyone <laughs> <sighs> Disrespectful little brat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, in, in some of these episodes, they don't really have a whole lot to them. Like, it's literally just, that was cool. <laughs> but, I mean, this was one of them that was neat and everything. Seeing that Ray and Tito, well, I mean, you kind of know that they have a history in Force Awakens. You kind of get that vibe. But you see a little glimpse of it in this, which yeah. is cool. I think when you're in that form of business, I guess, I think you kind of gain a mutual respect in some form or fashion. I guess that would be why, maybe why Tito actually listened to Ray. Maybe. Because why, otherwise, why else would he let go of something that was going to get her 60 portions? Right. With BB-8, so maybe that had something to do with it. Do you know? We'll ask JJ. Right. <laughs> but yes, so the next episode, which I think you really liked. I did. I so really episode liked- six. Yes, I like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. So this one was a Leia episode. Mm-hmm. Leia met Maz between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yes, yeah, she's also which with pretty cool. and R2-D2. Yeah. So I thought that was cool, though, because, like, I mean, obviously the first time we ever hear of Maz Kanata is in Force Awakens. Right, and Han knows her. And Han knows her, yeah. Right. I mean, and obviously they have a long-standing history and everything, so it stands to reason that they've met multiple times and, and everything. But Leia's seeking her out. Right. Which is really cool. Like, it's really cool. And they I, meet I, and everything. Yeah, and I like that, too, because even Maz, like, she was doing something, and, and you know, Layla walks up, and she's like, let's just get this over with. Um, where's Maz? You know, and, and she's like, oh, I'm down here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Is that short people life? Yeah, short people life. 
Because <laughs> Maz, you know, whew, super short. But, and then she's like, oh, you must be Leia. So, we know, you know, and we know in this little chatter back and forth that mm-hmm. Han obviously has talked of Leia, you know, to Maz. Right. And I just think, and it was so much cooler, you know, we kind of figured that because, you know, how's Han not going to talk about Leia? But mm-hmm. it's so much cooler to know that he did talk yeah. about her. Even, and this is the cool part too, because were they, that, this is like, you know, in between the whole, I love you, I know. Yeah, this is right part. after it. Yeah. Well, so shortly after it, yeah. So, you know, that at this point, I mean, they're getting kind of serious, but they're not mm-hmm. serious at this point. This is just kind of the, uh. Oh, no, you're going to be frozen. I love you. Well, well, carbonite speeds up relationships, so. Of course. (laughs) So, it makes you wonder, what point did Han tell Maz Mm -hmm. about Leia? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's true, because he would have had to say something, obviously, prior to him getting frozen. really fresh relationship. That's true. Not much of a relationship, really, at that point, either. So, yeah. Exactly. So, it would have been... Aw, Han goes goes home to talk to Mom. Right. (laughs) So, that's cool. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, so it's still a fresh relationship. So it's, yeah. it's cute to think that even though Han acts like he's that little like tough mm-hmm. guy, you know, that nothing really gets to him. He doesn't have feelings. It's whatever. He obviously had always felt feelings, which we realize that too. You know what I'm saying? But he at least just, mentioned Leia at some point. Yes, yeah, that's, and it's that's just cool. cool to see that. Yeah, whether being his macho smuggler self or... Right. <laughs> or whatnot, but yeah. He's starstruck. <laughs> I met a princess. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Um, yeah, and then we also get to see uh, how she gets her Bausch disguise from Return of the Jedi. Yes, that was Which is really, really cool. cool. Which has always been one of my favorite scenes. Like, I, I just don't know why, but I, I love that. Especially when she whips out the thermal detonator uh, at Jabba and it's like, eh? <laughs> and it turns it off. Like, I've always loved that. I don't know why. Yeah, um, that was but really it, cool. Yeah. Because, like, it was neat seeing... Because, I mean, I guess you kind of assume that... I don't know if Bausch is the name of the bounty hunter. I would assume. Um, but I, I guess you would kind of assume that that, that bounty hunter had a fame of some kind because they just let him or let her in and everything into Jabba. Well, I mean, pretty much everybody was just walking up into Jabba's palace. (laughs) But yeah, so it it was interesting seeing her fight that bounty hunter to get that bounty hunters, like get up and everything costume and stuff. Um, I liked how R2D2 was the one who delivered the final, almost the final blow. Not quite. I think, I think Leia got her last lick in, um, but with that Degum crane, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just like popped him against the walls. Like, it's a wonder the bounty hunter's not dead. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we really don't. Well, he had armor. Mm, yeah, had a helmet. But at the same time, but I don't know. I love how Maz looked at the costume. And was like, you know what? That's about your size, isn't it? <laughs> so always thinking of smuggling. Mm-hmm. But yes. But no, yeah. I thought that was a really cool episode. I, I really enjoyed that one. It was. We definitely get to see, you know, how Leia gets that costume, and I think that's really neat. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. For sure. So cool. Episode seven. 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 This is the Luke one. Yeah. So. Which, first off, Mark Hamill's actually voicing Luke in this one. Like, holy crap, that's awesome. It was a little weird hearing, like, a, a older Luke playing um, a younger Luke, because yeah. you can definitely tell. <laughs> but it was still cool that it's Mark, though. I mean, you can't replace Luke. So, it, I don't know. It, it was neat to me hearing him voice him and everything. Um, because, I mean, as you know, 
I'm sure most of you know Mark Hamill's a very, very talented voice actor. Um, so it was cool that they invited him in to, to do something like that. This is also the first Forces S in the episode that did not include a female hero. At all. Hmm. Yeah. We got Yoda, R2-D2, and Luke on Dagobah. And uh, I think Empire Strikes Back. Run. Yeah. Run. Yeah, exactly. Run. It's it's that scene. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, well, no, you, you'll, you'll carry me. That's what you're going to do. Right. And Luke's like, wait, what? <laughs> Not only on the ground, just like jumping over rocks and logs. Like, yeah. they were up in the trees, like Tarzan. Yes. Not even using vines, just running. Yeah. And then at one point, Yoda gets this great idea to be like, use the force, Luke, and like covers his eyes with his <laughs> Which tiny is little the green hair. funniest looking thing. I just need to know how Yoda even had that width on his arms. <laughs> I feel like he's like a little T-Rex, and he's like, oh. He's got, he's got longer arms than we think. Apparently. Apparently. Because I just thought it was really funny. It was um, really funny. It was really funny to watch. Because, like, it was cool because it's right before, like, Luke really, like, lets go. And he does what he's been trying to do and doesn't fail doing it. And as far as, like, jumping through the stuff and everything, he's like, I could actually see the things and everything. And Yoda's like, cool. Now let's keep doing it. And he's like, really? More trees? Are right. we going anywhere? Like, <laughs> is, there, is there a point to this? But... I don't know. Luke being Luke. <laughs> the Force. But yes, the entire time I was singing the Seagull song. Yeah. The entire time. In my head I was. I was trying to let you know that though. <laughs> it's a given. I kind of, I, mean, I know they You kind of can't not it, sing the Seagull song. Well, I know. And I, I kind of wish like at least a little like, hmm, 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 Like a little, little bit in the background music. Yeah, or, just, or have Yoda kind of humming it. Just acknowledge it, yeah. In the backpack or something. I did. I do think he did use a line saying like, "While well, I'll be in your backpack while you run." I thought I heard that. Unless it's just me making that up. It was you making it get up. <laughs> he did say something like, "While you run," like he did say something that kind of reminded me of the song. Yeah, but I yeah, something. Maybe it was just either the backpack or the "While you run" or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. And I just kind of wish that they would have added that in, but I know <laughs> since it's not technically like from Star Wars. Like, I mean, we've accepted it as canon. <laughs> I mean, I know we have, but I don't think the people who made it would Fair enough. probably want a nice paycheck out of that. <laughs> Fair enough. So, just give them what they want. <laughs> but yes, we need to make the Seagulls song canon now, officially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, that was, a, that was a cool episode. We're going to call that the Seagulls episode. Yeah, we're going to start every episode with that now. Oh, are we? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. We'll work on the licensing for that. Episode 8. Our final episode of the Ooh. season. Porgalicious. Porgalicious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those porgs were cute. Yes, they were. I mean, I can't lie and say that none of the porgs are cute because they're, they're all cor- cute. All of them are cute. The ones in the movie are cute. The mm-hmm. ones in this are cute. I don't think I've seen an ugly porg yet. <laughs> Not Other yet. Other than the roasted one that Chewbacca. <laughs> that one was quite ugly. It looked tasty though. No, it didn't. It did though. Like it was basted and everything. Like it was good. It had like a golden skin, man. Like I would have eaten it. It was charred just right. (laughs) Uh, Was I the only one though in this episode that when the porg ignited the lightsaber, like I I was like, oh my god, did he just impale one of his friends? I thought they were gonna turn into little chicken nuggets. (laughs) Like slice one in half, and then you get. 
I know it was like we had to snap back in and go. This is a kids show. This is a kids right. show. Hello. <laughs> but as soon I'm... as the lightsaber ignited, the first thing I thought of was that I don't know if it's an edit or I know it's not a deleted scene, but where somebody edited the uh, uh, the porgs when they're playing with the lightsaber on Oct two, yeah. and it goes straight through one of the, or the other one's head. I was like, well, we just got that. So <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a don't run with that. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny though, and. I liked, I, I mean, this one, even though it seemed so small and unimportant, like mm-hmm. it did at the end of it, had something important because even when you got to the end after the, all the porgs start jumping off the cliff into the water to get away from Ray because they're chasing, she's chasing them, obviously. Didn't know porgs could swim. Trying but... to get her lightsaber back. Mm-hmm. Didn't know they could swim either, but obviously they can with their little bitty flappy wings. And as the last one with the lightsaber jumps off the cliff, mm-hmm. she's like holding it up in the air with the force. And I like that because after she got it back in, she's all like, oh, I didn't know I could do that either. <laughs> and yeah. it was really cute. And it was it was cute. Mm-hmm. But it was cool because obviously this is her realizing what she can do. Mm-hmm. And before the Porgs took her lightsaber, she was up there playing with rocks anyway, using the Force, moving them around. Mm-hmm. So she obviously was in a time of need. And I feel like that's what always happens with the Force. Anytime you really need it. That's when that's you when really you tap it. in. Right, yeah. yeah. Anytime mm-hmm. something really eventful, really traumatizing, or really like, I need to rescue you from falling off this cliff, like, Or if you're, if you're sucked out of a bridge into space and become Carrie Poppins. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, the force is you. So, you, you just know how to yeah. use it all of a sudden, whether you've done it before or not. Well, I like that it opened on where... Um, like how Luke says that it the force is more than lifting rocks, and this episode opens with her lifting rocks. So it's almost like she she was doing what she knew of. Okay, well I know that I can pick up things and move things with my mind, and cool because I don't think this was at a point where she was like necessarily training with Luke. I don't think he had decided to. I mean, it doesn't say, but I don't know. I, I got the feeling that it was it was before he was like three lessons or whatnot. So I think this is. After she cut the rock in half. You think so? And she made the the nun turtles mad. <laughs> the turtle nuns? Yeah, because didn't that rock slide into something? And jumped her off yeah, it destroyed their cart. Yeah, so I think after she decided to hide <laughs> back in that direction, that's why she set the lightsaber down. And she was like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm just playing with rocks. Just going to like crawl away yeah, and be she's like, just playing with rocks. didn't see anything. <laughs> exactly. I think that was around that time. Yeah. Okay, that okay. <laughs> she... Didn't have to be associated with that. Because she's already Fair made enough. those little nun- turtle nuns mad. Yeah, she has. <laughs> they so. are not a fan. <laughs> no. So, yeah. No. But cool. So, that's actually all of the episodes. So, overall, I think we agree that it was a great season. Um, they definitely stepped up their game from the first one. Um, I haven't heard as much complaining about Force of Destiny. But in all honesty, I've kind of like muted a lot of those uh. that I've... That I've seen from before. Because, like, I, I get if you don't like a thing. But don't try to ruin it for everyone else. Right. Like, that's that's not cool. Like, you can not like it. And we can talk about how you don't like it. Um, I, I do every day online with uh, a lot of you guys that uh, follow us, that listen to the podcast and everything. Uh, and they're really cool conversations. Like, I like hearing why you do or do not like something. Um, but there's a way to do it. You know? And, and every one of you guys, you, you guys have been great respectful fun to talk to to be honest um i haven't run into anybody who has just been nasty you know what i mean mm-hmm. haven't had to block anybody which is really cool it's not a challenge by the way 
<laughs> not a challenge at all <laughs> but but yeah i mean i just I, i'm really appreciative of you guys and I, I really appreciate you guys listening to the show um commenting on our stuff uh talking to us every day and everything um thank you i guess is the long the short of, of the long so yeah yes if that's how you say that i don't know thank you <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. <laughs> but yeah, so we enjoyed this season. Um, I hope you guys did too. We definitely want to hear what you thought. Um, you guys can chat with us anytime. Um, we love talking with you guys back and forth um, on any of our socials. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Kessel Run Weekly. Um, or on our website, KesselRunWeekly.com. We've got a contact form right on the front page. Uh, where if you guys want to email us, talk about uh, Star Wars theories, uh, any news that you've come across, uh, anything cool that you want to talk about Star Wars, whether we agree or disagree, let's talk about it. Um, We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, And hey, it might even make it on the show. Also, if you are on iTunes, guys, please be sure to leave us a five-star review and uh, let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like, all that good stuff. Um, Your reviews uh, help us help us in open opportunities for us um when we go to do cool things in the star wars realm so definitely help us out with that um and thank you for listening again we really appreciate you guys sticking with us uh we are nearing our 100 100th episode coming soon so very excited about that um but thank you guys again and until next time my name is danny i'm Kristen, and may the force be with you always